Hey, Zero Block 30 listeners, you can find us every Tuesday and Friday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. Pride members can also listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Yo, next round is about to start. You ready? Yeah, yeah, just shopping for a car in Carvana. For real? Yeah, Carvana makes it super convenient to shop whenever, wherever. For real? That's a ton of car options. Yep, and these are all within my price range. For really real? You can afford that? Yeah, with Carvana. And boom, just like that, I'm getting it delivered in a couple days. For really, really real? You just bought a car. For real, and you just lost. My turn. Visit Carvana.com to shop for thousands of vehicles under $20,000. All right, welcome to another edition of Zero Block 30. It's presented by Starbucks. As you know, Starbucks believes that veterans, active duty, and military spouses make our community better, which they motherfucking do. Mm-hmm. We have a ton of things coming up, including Tuesday's show, like today's show, that are presented by Zero Block 30. The Friday shows are the ones with the interviews. We're doing all kinds of stuff on Zero Block 30 right now, getting to ready to ramp this thing up, and that's all courtesy of our friends at Starbucks. Since 2013, they've hired over 17,000 veterans and military spouses and have a commitment to hire at least 25,000 by 2025. In the past year alone, Starbucks has donated 2.5 million cups of coffee to deployed service members, which is super, super important. Starbucks has also partnered with Red, White, and Blue Team. Team Rubicon and the mission continues as a way to for the entire community to honor and serve with veterans and military spouses. Starbucks has 45 military family stores and military communities across America, with 132 coming by 2022. Military spouses are the unsung hero of our armed forces, and we serve this dedicated community by providing meaningful career opportunities. There's ability to join at any store. So if you live in San Francisco or San Antonio, go to the one on 151. It's lovely. That's where we went. We loved it. Starbucks goal is to be the leading corporate advocate and a voice for transitioning veterans, which I think they are. And their partnership with like-minded companies, military and veteran service organizations, and now us at Zero Block 30, Starbucks is striving to bridge the gap between the 1% of Americans who have served in the U.S. military and the 99% who have not. They're not asking you to buy coffee. They're not asking you to buy their delicious cold brew vanilla coffee like I do. Starbucks.com slash veterans is the only thing they want you to visit. Do that. Starbucks.com slash veterans. Let's talk about Kate's punishment. We're going to talk about Army dudes getting catfished into giving money for nudes from prisoners. Oh, no. We're going to talk about, <laughs> we're going to talk about the VA and what the VA is doing and the braises and how they're kind of – they've kind of missed the boat. Good initiative, bad judgment on the VA and Congress. Let's start the show. Ah. Look what the cat drug in. Corporal Kate. It's me, and I – have a few things to say to both of you. Okay. okay. I was told I was given a page 11 last week. Uh, uh, before you say well, anything, I you said, better come I to the pis- position was... of attention when you're addressing <laughs> myself refuse. and chaps. I'm at a use. I'm completely at a use. And I'll tell you why. Because I have now involved JAG in my case. And for those who don't know, that's the Judiciary Activities Groups. Is it? Nope. Okay. It sure is not. Well, so you're off to a heck of a start here. I have <laughs> Lieutenant Commander Joanne Galloway and Lieutenant Daniel Caffey on my case. Okay. I'm not taking this bullshit case. And I believe <laughs> that Chaps ordered a code red against me in which Captain Cons was complicit. <laughs> and I tell you the truth. But guess what? I'll tell you why I was late. You can't handle the truth. Okay? <laughs> you can't handle it. Okay. And that's why. Hey, uh, Gunny Chaps, you want to you wanna take this? That was a ridiculously terrible defense. You had all week to come up with it, and you even fumbled over your words. You didn't even take the time to get the appropriate acronym for JAG right. And not even that, but you were late again today. For the record, today was not my fault. There was a train mishap, 
And don't then, care. Oh, don't well, care. Ha- <laughs> hashtag do not care. Be here on time. And this is this is the punishment. You have the choice, just like I used to do with my Marines. You have the choice. For two weeks, a period of two weeks, every single morning before zero nine, <laughs> because we went to the Headstrong Gala with Jake Gyllenhaal, and he was in my favorite military movie that I think is the most accurate portrayal of Marine Corps life. You will like like Lance Corporal Swafford did, do Reveille on the bar on the zero blog thirty Ooh. Instagram with the swipe up doing the Reveille by playing the bugle. With only your mouth, mm. or that's good because I don't you, own a fucking bugle. Go ahead. Yeah, you do. It's attached to your face. <laughs> or <laughs> you may donate a hundred and fifty dollars to the Headstrong organization. Hmm. We'll let you think about it. We okay. don't need a decision right First now. First of all, <laughs> I was not AWOL. That takes twenty-four hours. I was neither for either episode. And if you really must know. Why I was late last week is because I was getting squared away specifically to attempt to bang the person in your favorite movie, Jake Gyllenhaal, <laughs> fellow Jarhead. Okay? So maybe there were higher goals at hand. Now, yeah, did it work? Wasn't. No. Did no, I wake up alone? There wasn't. No, yeah, I did. There wasn't because guess what? This is what it comes down to. It was, it was piss poor planning. And when there's yep. piss poor planning... That leads to a piss poor performance. Well, I'd like to say I showed moral courage because and I- you were sold out by your by your PFC. <laughs> wow, your PFC told me your PFC told me, which is Radio Bren. Mm-hmm. Radio Bren told me that you called and made your appointment at 11 a.m. that morning for your one o'clock appointment to get your makeup done so you could be ready on no planet. That's not true, on, by the way. I was supposed on, to have an appointment at two, and I moved it up because I was like, oh shit. And also, for the record, final thing I'll say, I showed a lot of more courage because at the end of the night, Jake Gyllenhaal did slide up to me and he was like, hey, what's going on, fellow devil dog? And I was like, wait a minute, what was your rank again? (laughs) I'm so sorry. That'd be fraternization. So in the end, I decided to not fraternize because we're at different ranks. Okay. And we could have, but we didn't. So just throwing that out there. I have my reasons. That was a real convoluted story. (laughs) <laughs> which well. does not really hold any water <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. Well, I believe then. So that we're just going to move on before. <laughs> yeah. I'll I'm never Before you on. dig yourself a deeper grave. I will never. I will donate to the Headstrong Project <laughs> gladly, by the way. But go on, because I'm a good person. That's why. And go for on. the record, it's Judge Advocate General Corps. Hmm. To each his own. <laughs> to each his own. Okay. Because you're an officer, you know what JAG means. All right. Cool. <laughs> All right, let's move on. In Afghanistan, we talked talked about it a little bit, and uh, I was in a bad mood on Friday, mostly because Kate was late. (laughs) But um, there was a general. So let's just listen to the clip. We try to get these fucking clips right. There's so much information. I'm not doing that shit anymore. Let's just put a little clip in 50 seconds. Here we go. General Scott Miller made a surprise appearance today on the streets of Kabul after an insider attack that could have cost him his life. The Taliban said they intended to kill the general, but he's not convinced. My assessment is that I was not the target. Uh, it was a very close, confined space, uh, but I don't, I don't assess that I was the target. A space so confined that General Miller drew his sidearm when the gunman opened fire. A U.S. military spokesman we contacted here in Kabul confirmed those details tonight, saying when there is a threat, we draw our weapons. It's what we do. General Miller is no exception. 
He's also no stranger to close combat, a career warrior who is among the first U.S. troops into Afghanistan after 9-11 and a commander of America's elite special forces. Today's public appearance, surrounded by armed Afghan soldiers, was aimed at reassuring a nervous Afghan public after yesterday's audacious attack. We'll continue our support. Uh, my message to the people of Afghanistan has been uh, very consistent. You have uh, every right to be proud of your security forces and the preparations they've made for this election. All right, so cons, I want, well, both of you really. Do you guys remember when you would go to like a battalion level run or a battalion level PT and maybe a brigadier general or a general level officer, maybe a sergeant major of the Marine Corps, sergeant major of the Army would show up and they would do like the full out test with you? Mm -hmm. Do you remember those days? Yes. Do you remember when like the BG, the brigadier general would do like one or two pull ups and everybody would lose their minds. Like yes. if the if the Brigadier General would go out like well, I remember one on Quantico whenever we would have the combat fitness test. And because the general could do like the ammo can lifts or he could do the buddy lift with the smallest PFC in the room, everybody lost their minds. And yeah. it was like the most motivating thing ever. Doing bare minimum Marine shit, bare minimum leader shit, like where you're running a fitness test. Yeah. Can you imagine what the room would be like when this BG who got shot walks back into the room and they hear the story of him pulling out his firearm whenever there was an insider attack in the room. And he just says, because that's what we do. We yeah. pull our weapons. Talk yeah. about motivation. Yeah. Talk about motivation. Because I think when, when you go higher up the chain, even on the enlisted side, these higher ranking officers and non-commissioned officers are basically like unicorns yeah. to, the, to the lowest enlisted and the lowest ranking officers in the game. You know, I was, I was kind of weird coming from, from West Point. You'd see you'd have like a colonel or a lieutenant colonel as a teacher, and you didn't think much of it. I one time I had a conversation in the locker room with a three-star general only wearing a towel. That's a different story for a different time. <laughs> yeah. But then you get out into the real army or the, or the Marines, and you, do, you don't just see generals walking around so right. yeah chaps to your point when they come in and maybe for the pt test and they do like two pull-ups everybody loses their mind so for him to get shot and to come in and say well that's just what we do that might make some guys heads explode also because i feel like they are not expected to be on the no, combat side or no. anywhere near it they're old they yeah, get right. old. that's it, it too me of like being a kid and like my dad would get home from work super exhausted every day he was like fine for the family blah blah he'd be on the recliner and then every now and then he'd go out onto our little basketball court in the mm-hmm. driveway and he'd crush it i'd be like holy shit whoa <laughs> my dad's like moving kind of quickly that's so what that's and got like, moves my mind wow, yeah, yeah. So it's like that, or like seeing your teacher out in the wild doing something yes. like what? Yeah, yeah, it's just like a strange, but that is badass as fuck. Yeah, I mean, just because you don't, like you said, you. I think the primary thing that junior enlisted troops do is talk shit about their like they don't know what I've been through, they don't know what I'm going through, and by and large, that's a fair criticism because right. they don't. Yeah, I mean, they, I mean, when you're talking about deployments too, the the types of quarters that these general officers are staying in are nothing like some sort of PFC is staying in. It's much better accommodation. So, yeah, for the most part, they're not living the same type of existence. So I understand that. And I'm sorry. But also, I mean, him staying there, too. Like him refusing to go home and be like, no, I'm going to keep command. I'm going to stay. Credited uh, Brigadier General Smiley. Yes. What a badass. I think that's 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 awesome. That's leadership right there. Leading from the front there. I like that. And, I mean, he's – he is going to – that will catapult – even if there is nothing that happened 
that he could have done differently. Like no matter what the story comes out, that is going to catapult him to like army legend status. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. The sound quotes of what came out, the actual general being on the ground, credit to the army all over. I mean, I talk shit about every other branch of the service, but the four star coming out and be like, we are not going to show people that they should be scared. There's going to be voting. The Taliban is attacking Mm -hmm. people. Brigadier or the actual four star that's in the area that's in charge. He went out in the middle of the streets and went out with his security team. was like, we're not going to be intimidated. We're going to get these people out to vote. So that, I mean, that just takes nuts of steel. Yeah. And chaps, you're right. They, I don't think that to call them old is a stretch, but they're definitely older because I mean, no, it is not. Dude, it no, is, they're old. No, well, by yeah. All right. So standards. by, oh, by military standards, hundred percent, because what I was going to say was what people probably don't realize is to get to that rank. I mean, you're 20 plus years in the military. So to get maybe up to upwards of four stars, you might be close to 30 years in the military. So let's just say you got commissioned at 22, 23. Now you're in your fifties. So if yes, by make, military standards, that's very old. If you make BG and you've been in less than 27 years, that you are a fast tracker because Colonel in 20 is fast. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. I, I'm just doing the math in my head. I'm thinking about 15 or so is Lieutenant Colonel. So probably right around 20 is Colonel. And then you got to sit with that, that bird on your shoulder for quite some time before you get that star. Long time, yeah. yeah. I mean, you could sit with – you could be a Colonel for 10 years. Right, right. I- I will say, negative Nancy Kate coming in hot with her dragging her page 11 along, just being bitter today. But it did remind me of, uh, I was in Marja during election day in 2010, and it was the same thing. We're not going to, there was so many threats, blah, blah, blah. We're not going to let it stop us. They put me out in this little outpost in the middle of the town in case any women came to vote so yep. I could search Were them you there before on time? they went in. I was. <laughs> I was there on time. I was there early. But it was like we patrolled out to our little outpost, and you knew right away. The whole town was just a ghost town, right. and it was like real hazy that morning. And the same, and you just knew in your heart, you're like, one, absolutely no one is coming out to vote today, even mm-hmm. though we're here to protect them. And two, definitely not any women coming out. Mm-mm. And lo and behold, as soon as the sun came up, we we just got it, literally we just sat in an outpost getting attacked all day long. Every single one around the whole village, there was nobody who voted at all, and. Yeah, so I just I was just like up in this outpost taking videos all day. The guy that I was in the outpost with was like, "You want to shoot this off for a little bit?" I was like, "Sure." <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, cool, okay. Just Sounds like a, a fun, line. Time, fun yeah. activity. Yeah, but like you just knew in your heart, you're just sitting there, like again, like negative. Kate, I'm like, what? This yeah. is. And the newspapers back home are like election day, and right. the troops are out, blah blah. But the reality was. Nothing's Ain't happening. really happening. Yeah, yeah not. It's I have a, a question, show, but maybe. I also don't blame those people. I mean, oh yeah. You hear- like I just Google that like election day Taliban, you'll have days that there's 200, 300 deaths at a polling station. Jeez. There's vehicle bound IEDs that yep. like run into the polling station yeah. and shit like that. Yeah, it's a death it's fucking horrible, man. Right. Yeah, and you no. know they're watching. So, you know, if you go, they've got your nut. So, yeah. yeah, it was the same with like the school that we set up for the kids. Like we set up this beautiful school there and they're not going to send their kids. They're not idiots. No. They know that the Taliban's watching. So yeah, that's crazy know. just yeah. to live in that type of fear. Yeah, and it's a shame. Something that we can't really fully appreciate living in this country. But Kate, I have a question for you. Going back to your page again. 11, no, huh? I did not have sexual relations <laughs> with Jake Gyllenhaal. Gyllenhaal? Were, were you always the type of person that wasn't on time and then you got better in the military about it and then you reverted back to your old ways or what? what's the story here? Yes, that's, I love, like, I feel like I, there's not much, like, excitement anymore, and, you know, like, okay. and I feel like cutting it, like, 
bitch, you better hurry up. Like, that's exciting. <laughs> that's that's like a little bit of adrenaline. Well, you're Please excited. Please find your excitement on a roller coaster and be on time. Okay, to okay, okay, okay. Yeah, your, your excitement translates you, into chaps losing his am, mind. I am glad that you had that question because I was going to transition into, like, you're not <laughs> living in the comfort with uh, – in, with the Taliban with a Lisa mattress. Lisa, you get a quality night's sleep, helps you recover from distractions faster, prevent burnouts, make better decisions, improve your memory, and overall make fewer mistakes. It's not marketing, it's science to design a better mattress. Lisa averaged 30 plus years of experience and hundreds of hours of testing to develop the perfect mattress. Lisa's mission is to provide a better night's sleep for everybody. Through their 110 program, they donate one mattress for every 10 that they sell. That's over 26,000 mattresses and counting. Lisa strives to leave the world a better place than they found it, but that doesn't stop at just mattress donations. Together with the Arbor Day Foundation, Lisa plants one tree for every single mattress they sell and are committed to planting one million trees by 2025. Don't miss these summer savings at Get and get $160 off Lisa's mattresses at lisa.com slash barstool. You know what's yeah. not going to happen overnight, but that I'm pretty jazzed about? What? Women Marines have until September 30th, 2022 to switch over to a way better dress blues. They can start getting them now and start wearing them now. In Mm -hmm. fact, Papa Company, my old company down on Paris Island, was the first to be issued them. What's the difference? So are the men's dress blues to me are the best dress uniform. I feel motivated just looking at someone wearing that uniform. Sure. Um, Mm -hmm. And the women's looks like a flight attendant. It's like uh, this weird jacket. We have a Velcro bow tie and like a weird, there's no belt. It's just this flat boxy. The hat is the most ridiculous thing. The cover has like this, we all wear hair buns, but it comes down in a huge V in the back. So you can't wear one. It's, I I know a man designed it. I'm just saying, (laughs) I know a man designed that. And we look so fucking good in belts when you wear them like around your waist, outside your coat. And yet we don't have that. The guys do. So now we're getting one that has the same collar as the men. Same, I believe, same belt, same stuff. It's not exactly the same. It's better fitted. Which to us. the belt is important because you guys are omitted from certain rank markers too. Yeah. Like whenever you yep. are an E1 through E3, you have a plain belt. And then at E4 and E5, you get the Eagle Globe and Anchor on your belt. And then whenever you're staff and seal or above, it's flanked by these fucking leave things. I forget what the actual phrase is. That's embarrassing for me. But I think (laughs) this is long overdue, though, that we Mm -hmm. make the uniforms more similar. I don't get why they were so different to begin with. I just feel like that was really antiquated. So I'm glad that that... I mean, a lot of things in the military are antiquated. Also, I just wanted to use the word antiquated. Yeah, that's a great word. Shout out to me. (laughs) Um, But they have until September 30th, 2022. The only bummer in this is for women who are already in to have to actually use their clothing allowance yeah, on spend clothing. that money on clothes. Yeah, that, should be yeah that is bullshit. Yeah. If they switch to a new uniform, you should get it for free automatically. I agree. If you're enlisted. I agree. If you're enlisted. Fuck oh, well. you, Connor. Oh, if sorry. you're enlisted. <laughs> 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 yeah. All right, there's one more story that I want to tell tell you guys about, and that's going to be brought to you by SeatGeek. SeatGeek is changing the way everybody's buying tickets to any type of events. I have the SeatGeek app. My phone is by far the easiest way I found to shop for tickets. I can be anywhere with just a few taps. I can instantly find seats. I just got SeatGeek to buy Harry Potter Live. Oh. Little Harry Potter Live with the squad in December. They're going to be playing an orchestra. Should be beautiful. Harry? SeatGeek saves you time and money by searching multiple ticket sites to compare prices and find amazing deals and to get you the most made for your buck. SeatGeek's great every single ticket based on value to help you immediately identify the best seat that fits your budget. 
Plus, every purchase is fully guaranteed, so you can shop for tickets on SeatGeek with confidence. Make SeatGeek your go-to app for finding the best deals on every single type of ticket, from sports and concerts to comedy and theater. Best of all, our listeners get $10 off their first SeatGeek purchase. Just download the SeatGeek app and enter the promo code CHAPS today. That's promo code CHAPS for $10 off your SeatGeek purchase. So, last story. There is a group of young army bubbas, and I'm not going to – this is probably happening in every single service mm-hmm. for sure. But oh. E1s, E2s aren't normally the smartest with their money because what was the first thing you bought when you got out of boot camp, Kate? Do you remember? Uh, I think I went to one of those mall kiosks that I thought was Verizon, but it really wasn't. And I bought this ridiculous new phone. Uh, and it turns out it wasn't really Verizon. I don't know what I did, but I fucked up. Yeah, I fucked up my phone. So, yes. <laughs> Some new fat. I spent probably a good solid 500 bucks in like pack sun and hollister oh just yeah yeah thread i it's bought like, oh, so yeah. much pack sun dude so i did too <laughs> so I, did sure. yeah. I mean you just the most ridiculous shit i had like three pairs of pumas because when i went i never really had too many name brand clothes like at all so i was like i have a little bit of jingle in my pocket mm-hmm. i think you leave boot camp after you pay for your own uniforms you end up walking away with like 2100 bucks or something mm-hmm. like wow, that's that. a nice chunk of change yeah it definitely that was the most money i ever had in my life right like at that point i never had that much money so i was like i'm rich as fuck this is awesome <laughs> um, so if i was that way if there would have been the same type of cell phones and the same type of services around i probably could have been in the same boat as some of these army bubbas so what happened these guys were in a group text, like in a texting app, and they got catfished basically by prisoners who were in prison. Probably <laughs> enough is where you are. Yeah, I think that's where they hang out. Um, so they were sending – the prisoners would just get random naked girl like pictures off the internet from like uh, Tinder or from Tumblr or something like that with not easily identifiable sources – and the soldiers were paying these prisoners because it was basically like stripping. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, no. Sending money through app Venmo to these prisoners, and the prisoners were putting it into their commissary funds. So the prisoners are sitting there sending nudes. It's just costing them nothing. And the the soldiers are in the barracks just beating the shit out of their dick to these pictures. I, <laughs> you see a prisoner it's like sitting on a pile of cigarettes with all these good snacks. You're like, that guy's got the Fort Leonard account. He's crushing it right now. He's, <laughs> he's you almost of... have to give credit to the prisoners for the, coming up with the scheme. And you, you don't really fault them. You got to fault these idiots who also, by the way, I'm sorry, is the internet not available to you? Why are you right. getting catfished by these people? Because it's the, they make them feel like that oh, okay, it's yeah, for them, sure. too. It's, it's like when the guy when the strippers are sweet to the lower enlisted and the guy's like, no, no, they really like me. Right. They like, really like me there. No. Right. All right, so I can pose a question. Okay. Do they track the, your internet use in the barracks? No. No. So they wouldn't like be able to see? They, if they tracked internet use in the barracks, We'd have the problems. amount of fapping <laughs> that right. would be, it would just be unbelievable. You don't uh, want to know. But yeah. I also want to say, whoever started this idea and across prisons, anyone who is starting this idea and spreading it to the other prisoners, I guarantee you they were former military because they Probably. knew exactly oh, yeah. which market to go to right. to do this. I'd be interested to hear what kind of numbers we're talking here, what kind of money they sent. I know. All right, so here's some of the information. I don't want to read too much, but this thing start, they've been doing this since 2015. Jeez. So they would start by going on different dating application. One called Plenty of Fish, as right. women in the oh. same adjectives. They were like That's targeting a the soldiers. One. 
Is it? Yes, yes. it is. Oh, wow. Even better. Oh Holy even better. So those Christians probably are like, I'm not going to do that pornography business, but, but I'll start right, sending money for this. here's the, the website says how they did it. Once making contact with a dating application, the conversations are transferred to phone-to-phone text messaging. After several hours to several days of texting, the subject will either send an unsolicited nude image of the female to the victim and or agree to trade sexually explicit emails with the victim. But shortly after swapping pictures, and the guy's name on the site that did this was Andy Dufresne. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's too good. That's too good. <laughs> so they have all these different people set up. The father then notifies the victim that the female is under the age of t- 18, the warrant states. So they said that you've been texting with an underage girl. So the father will typically state that now he will leave law enforcement out of the equation if the victim agrees to pay for various things like cell phone replacement, counseling, hospital treatments. It's been targeting service members to cave into the pressure, forking over cash out of fear of repercussions from their command as panic sets in that they've unknowingly been soliciting child pornography. Once the the soldiers wire the cash, a runner who uh, authorities have since identified as the money mule – Great name, by the way. Mm-hmm. Receives a transfer and deposits the funny into the JPay account, a payment processing system used by inmates. That Pretty is elaborate. Oh, that's and- a JPay, all right. If you know what <laughs> yeah. I mean. Wow, that's elaborate. But, I mean, it's, it's like you're so smart, but you're also dumb. Like yeah. they know who that money's going to. Right. Oh like my they can God. track who's been doing that. So then you're the one that's been. I guess if they're not using actual child pornography. But you're, I mean, you're still doing blackmail and shit like that. Right. I so. would that they had that information means they figured that one out. I would love to be the commander who's reading the paperwork about his soldier who yeah. was sending money to Andy Dufresne <laughs> for <laughs> like, what the fuck? Who is it that goes on the to catch a president? Chris Hansen? Yeah, Chris right? Hansen. Yeah. yeah. Who do you think should be the military version of Chris Hansen? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> who walks into the room? Like, I mean, I, I, R.I.P. R.I.P. Yeah, fucking, uh, yep. Good. Gunny Army would have been great. Yeah. He would have been perfect. Oh, that would. I would pay big. He. I wish we could go back in time and make that a thing. Yeah, that would. That would I be know. so Fantastic. good. That would be awesome. Ugh. I'd have to give it some thought now, but he was the first one that came to mind. Yeah, that would be incredible. What is your major malfunction? <laughs> what Jesus. are those? What are those Zimas doing in your hand there? <laughs> who, who are those for? Um, no, that was terrible, Kate. But that's okay. <laughs> I mean, any of those people that that like that, like a Sergeant Slaughter, but I think Ermy, I, I don't think yeah. it's going to get any better than no. him oh, walking yeah. in like, okay, what in the fuck? What is <laughs> major agree. malfunction? Solid. But how embarrassed, how embarrassed were you if you were the like the PFC or the young specialist who had to walk into your first sergeant's office and explain oh, while you were texting? Not only because I, I, I'm yeah. firmly on the record saying. You don't know what you're doing 95% of the time when you're super horny. No. And if you get one titty pick, you're about to say some weird shit. Mm-hmm. Like if you go back, if you've ever sexed people, and you go back and read your conversation after you're done sexting. Oh. You're <laughs> disgusted with yourself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, I mean, just the deployment videos, like where you would get – did they have these when you guys were there where they would just pass off different basically like terabyte hard drives that yes. were filled with – Yes. And you can pull no, whatever you uh, want. For some reason, nobody ever handed me one of those. That wasn't something the dudes were exchanging with me. I don't know. That's weird. Sorry, you missed out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, us girls had a whole big hard drive of dicks that we pass around. It's pretty cool. That would be cool. I would like I, to my- honestly, oh. get on that. Please, someone. 
Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> I have one little mini save round. Um, Tyndall Air Force Base is absolutely unlivable. And the military family housing got absolutely destroyed. And they didn't have time to get all their property to get everything out of there. Um, I mean, it's completely unlivable. They have an Amazon list and a Target list that you can go and donate oh, to wish list for people. So if you go on like the Amazon shopping page or the Target shopping page, it's Hurricane Michael dash Tyndall. And you can look up what people need. And people are just asking for water for goldfish crackers, for like granola bars, just stuff to Basic help get stuff. them through while they right. go through. Right. So it's nothing crazy cost you maybe ten dollars tops for something just to let people know that you care but that's definitely something that i'm probably gonna check out and do along with my donation to the headstrong project because i'm a late piece of shit yes you are so thanks <laughs> all right i had one uh i had one leadership story uh that i okay. took from this weekend uh, i was up at the army uh versus miami of ohio game and uh it ended so up- wait let me let me preface this oh, there's yeah, gonna sorry, be a new ahead. thing that this new segment alert this is what we're gonna do each week or each episode, we're going to try to identify a good example of leadership and explain why we think that there's a principle in, in the story that we tell. Cons, go ahead. So this is actually an example of something you – the opposite of what you should do as a leader. Uh, but the, the game ended up being a very very close game, and Miami of Ohio came down and, and scored a touchdown with 20, 21 seconds left to go in the game uh, to be now down one point. And the receiver or the tight end who caught the touchdown was so excited that he spiked the ball. Now, as we all know, in college, you can't spike the ball. It's a 15-yard unsportsmanlike conduct penalty. So instead of being at the two-yard line, they had to get pushed back for 15, which all but ensures that they have to kick an extra point. Comes out later that the head coach said, we were most definitely going to go for two there and the win. So they very well could have won the game had they not had that penalty. And I think the leadership lesson is that even in times of excitement or in in times of hysterics, you have to maintain your poise and composure at all times as a leader because if you act on emotion, you might put your guys in a real bind that you don't want to be in. So it's very important. Spike that ball. Don't listen to the (laughs) man. Also, let the boys fucking play. This is college. This is college, man. Also, I have a leadership thing. Well, no, but hey, how do you feel, how would you feel if you were that tight end, knowing that oh man, we were going to go for two, and yeah. there's a good chance we would have gotten it, but then I did that, and now we, you know, played out two overtimes and we lost the game. Yeah. Also, I would say leadership thing: don't throw your fucking player under the bus, there, coach. Coach him up in the locker room. You don't have to call him to the carpet in front of everybody. That's what we do. Like when Kate messed up, yep. we kept it private. Oh yeah, and you know what? Maybe if my <laughs> leadership was a little stronger, I wouldn't be late. <laughs> All right, yeah, you know what? That, that That's on us. That is on us. I blame you guys. We will counsel you, and we will get you back to squared away. All right, let's see. We'll see how that goes. Will, will Kate be on time at next Zero Block 30? Stay, Stay tuned. tuned. Like and subscribe. <laughs> Sound the retreat.